Mess It Up podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's Biker Chick and the Bowtie Guy. You want me to do it? Uh-huh. You don't want to do it? Uh-uh. I think you should do it, Christina. I don't think so. Tell the people hello. Welcome to the Mess It Up podcast. Sure. I am the Biker Chick. And I am the Mess uh, the Mess. <laughs> I'm the bow tie guy. Yeah, it did mess me up. I did, did mess that. you up. That was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, that was a good job. Thanks. Wow. Are we recording? We are recording. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so why do we do this? That's probably really loud. Uh, I love it. That's okay. Why do People we do like this? Yeah, this show. What's up with this? Why are we? We turn messes into messages. I like that. Right? How often? And once a week. Yeah. Yeah, that's. We try to we're here on Tuesdays. Look at life and see what's going on with it and. Try to make some sense out of it from a Christian recovery standpoint. And um, for me, it helps. And I've heard things back from some people. I actually got an email this week from someone who said that they love the word of the week. That's awesome. I love the word of the week, too. So let's uh, tell the people what the word of the week is this week. It is. Are you ready for this one? I'm barely. Revelry. And revel, revelry Easy for is you to say. Uh, like, you know, a party. It's um, sometimes people associate it with uh, drinking a lot of alcohol and whatnot, but it's just being merry and making noise. But uh, I picked this word because uh, before we recorded this, I was in the prison and um, a guy used the word revelry, but he confused it with rivalry. Oh, yes. Said, yeah, this is when you're fighting with each other. I was like, I didn't want to jump in and correct him. That's it good. Wasn't that uh, critical of a point, but I thought, well, I will go ahead and use revelry as the word of the week on the podcast this week because that just seems uh, like fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, if you use the word of the week, you know, good on you. Try to use these things, improve your vocabulary, give yourself some bonus points, and uh, it makes the world a wordier place. And I think that that's a whole lot of fun. It is. Yeah. You so, are correct. Um, a lot of the stuff that happens with me happens because I was in prison uh, this week. Uh, not just in the past, but but I go back on a daily basis now uh, quite frequently. Well, not daily, but several times a week. And I had a person pose something uh, to my class this last week, and I wanted to just kind of throw it out. And I haven't prepped uh, Biker Chick with this at all, so it's going to be fresh to her. Fun times. And uh, so I just wanted to get your, your feedback on this. And they were talking about the idea of knowing that someone's coming to dinner. If you're planning like a dinner party or something like that, and the, the, the whole layout often changes when there's company coming as opposed to just family. So let's say family's coming, we're having leftovers, or it's like, you know, whatever, we're just gonna make breakfast for dinner. But then all of a sudden now company's coming and I'm planning and making something a little bit more special. I might break out better plates, set the table instead of just eating on my lap in the living room in front of the TV. Right. Then you get word that someone really special is coming. Like let's say uh, one of your sports or music or historical idols is coming. It's like, oh, now we're going to make something really special for this person. We're going to find out what do they like to eat or what, what kind of food, you know, is representative of their country or their culture. Uh, you know, how can I impress this person with the food that I'm going to give them? So right. that all follows. Yeah. So I was thinking, okay, that's a good point. Now, 
what are you trying to say? And they said, so if God lives in my heart and God is dwelling in me, what kind of garbage am I feeding him Hmm. with the stuff that I'm putting into my ears and my eyes and my mind? You know, it's funny as you say that. I'm going through and doing a mass exodus of people on Facebook. (laughs) And so it's kind of that same mentality. What am I putting into my head? What am I feeding my body? What is, what is going in? Yeah. And I I, I have to be honest that sometimes it's, it's not what I would want to give to the creator of everything, to my savior. It's not you know, the kind of stuff that I'd say, you know what? Yeah, this is deserving of, of whatever it is that we're doing. Yeah. Let's go ahead and, and feed this to myself. It's right. It's just nonsense, garbage, poppycock, blah. So uh, it really, you know, just makes me think, Hmm, why am I doing that? And why do I, why do I keep doing that? What's the, the purpose? What's the point? What's, you know, what am I trying to do by reading this book or listening to this music or podcast or watching this TV show or, or even having this conversation with a person, you know, why am I, why am I engaging in this discourse and dialogue with this person that's not feeding God my best, right? You know, it's like, you want some table scraps, right? Or let me go and get the stuff out of the trash, bring it out and, and offer you that because you're Jesus. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's a pretty deep thought there, Mr. Bowtie Guy. I thought so. The funny thing is she's calling me Mr. Bowtie Guy, and I happen to be sitting in my Mess It Up t-shirt today. With no uh, bow tie. Which is pretty funny. Yeah. I should, I should get like a little bow tie to put on my t-shirt. Like, you know, just an iron on. That would be awesome, tie. actually. Yeah. I think we should do Cut it out. We, oh, my goodness. Let's do it. Yeah. That, that would be awesome. And, you know, um, I guess... My, my whole point on this is I need to think about what I'm doing more frequently. I mean, do you spend a lot of time thinking about what you're putting into yourself or do you just graze as the world comes at you? I think I just graze. I mean, I choose what movies I watch and what I don't watch, uh, what music I listen to. I guess there's certain things that I filter, um, but... There's a lot of inputs that still aren't positive mm-hmm. that I can probably weed out still. But yeah. I've become numb to a lot of that, I think. I'm just so used to it. And, you know, it's nothing major. It's nothing bad. So it's all those little teeny tiny pieces of poison that I'm eating that are... Well, and that's the thing. We say it's nothing major. It's nothing bad. Well, I, I would say the same thing. I, I listen to this like, well, but I think, okay, the word you used, I think, is spot on. Numb. I've become numb to it. So it desensitizes me to what used to be scandalous. Uh, I was watching uh, an old timey kind of TV show that's like, you know, from the 60s. And I'm looking, I'm thinking, okay, this was edgy in the 60s. And now it's like daytime TV, not even, you know, after the kids go to bed, you know, late night. It's... It's just like what happens on, you know, whatever. Um, I remember the first time a Disney movie, uh, I don't know which, but they used a, a word that was sort of a, a, a mild four-letter word, but it was, you know, big news because it was going to be in a Disney movie. Right. And 
they'd never done that before for years and years and years. And now it, it wouldn't even, you know, make anybody think twice. And so I don't know if it's these things that we say, well, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. If it's because of the desensitization of it and we've just, it becomes normal. It does, unfortunately. Yeah. It's crazy. So how do we guard against that? I mean, what do we, what do we do? I mean, what do you do? I think it's being critical in a positive manner, not like a judgmental manner, but being critical based on what's valuable, sorting out, you know, this is something for me, I'm trying to change my perspective and start aiming at the positive things in my life. And so it's looking at what I want more of in my life and saying, Hey, these are the standards that I set for myself. So as far as input, this is the music I'm going to listen to. This is the movies that I'm going to intake. Um, but I think I went and took Roman to see ugly dolls. It's, it's a cartoony movie Uh and it's about, um, these ugly dolls that were excommunicated. They were made wrong. So they were sent to ugly doll land and, um, only the perfect kids got to go into distribution and then meet their human. Right. Okay. And it was PG and I was like, well, that's weird for a kid's movie, but there was sexual innuendos in it. And I'm finding that happens more and more and more. And they, it starts to become younger and younger and younger. Yeah. They put and these so, things in to make, you know, to amuse the adults. Right. And they just pass it right through the kids because other well, kids aren't going to notice. So before, unfortunately I had opened my mouth to Roman and said, this is what we're going to do first. So he got excited, but I need to be more critical of looking at those things. You know, is this, uh, um, I don't even know. What is the, the young rating? What's under PG? G? Yeah. Is it just G? G, yeah. So only settling or not settling for anything but just a G-rated movie to understand that this has been cleared and screened and look at reviews and do stuff like that and just be more critical of what the input is for me and my family. Yeah. I, I look at the ratings and I, I see kids' movies come out and then I see like like – you know, there's a, a, a push in the, the Christian world to have, you know, Christian movies mm-hmm. come out. And I'll see a Christian movie come out that's like, okay, rated PG-13. Why? If you're trying to say, okay, we're making a Christian movie with a Christian basis, so we want it to be, you know, more pure. Why are we bringing things in that make it so it has to have a thing? And sometimes it's because of uh, anger and, and those kind of things and clashes. And I, I get that, uh, that you want to have, you know, something like that. But... I just, I think that if you're going to try to tone things down for people, that it does need to be that. And, and why would we need to have a movie for children, a cartoon that's not G-rated? G. It exactly. Be, you know. Right. I mean, if you're an adult and you're going with your kid to the movie, don't worry about having to be entertained for that 90 minutes. If you right. can't get by without your, you know, reference or, you know, little inside joke or whatever. Right. That's... Yeah, I, I think it just, yeah, it, because now what we're doing is not only desensitizing ourselves as adults, our children, beginning it as oh, children. Absolutely. Yeah. So don't even get me carry through. Well, why can't I get you? Right. Is, you know, we want to have a nice long show. Well, don't even start me with California's new sex ed curriculum that they're enacting in like middle school. 
I mean, it's crazy what they're saying an appropriate age for sexual education is and the things that they're teaching these kids about very adult things, things that parents should talk to their kids about. Or, you know, there are things that kids shouldn't even be aware of as far as I'm concerned. And that's why, I mean, just there's desensitization across the board. It's amazing because when I was in the classroom, I was, I was teaching, you know, nine and 10 year olds mostly. Mm -hmm. And when you'd hear them talk about movies, because I don't know about when you were a kid, but when I was a kid, you pretty much had to see a movie in the theater. I mean, when I got into high school, we started getting home video uh, that you could watch. And there was, you know, there was cable, but pretty much if you're going to see a movie, you had to go to the theater to see it. So it was harder for a eight year old to see a rated R movie. Now you rent the video or you stream it. And so it's on the living room TV and those kids are there and I'll hear parents say, Oh, well, they're not paying attention. They don't, but it's going in. Oh yeah. And it, it sticks, you know, those things have traction. So this is an argument I have all the time in my own home because I'm, I'm pretty strict on what I watch at all, period. Um, but my husband watches all kinds of things and all kinds of inappropriate things, all kinds of things. Like there's a show ridiculousness. It's about, you know, people getting hurt. It's watching videos of like people falling and hurting themselves or doing stupid things or whatever. And he finds it hysterical. I don't like seeing people get hurt. Right. And so that's on in the house all the time. And to me, it's just making things, um, it just makes things okay. Like it's okay for my kids to understand that, you know, this dummy is doing this dumb thing and that they might be okay doing it because they saw it on TV. Yeah. Yeah. And Hey, if I do this thing, I might get some, yes, I'll get, I'll get famous and popular and you get a lot of followers on my YouTube. Right. Um, I, I, uh, yeah, as we're talking about this, the verse uh, Philippians 4, 8 came to me, and I'm sorry to get all Jesus-y on us, uh, but it says, like finally, it. brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Yeah. And it's so easy to get sucked into the drama. I mean, you see these... TMZ shows that it's like, okay, we, or the ridiculousness. We want to watch problems. We want to see people's lives fall apart. You know, we cheer for our heroes, but then we also love it when they get caught in a scandal and we can watch Mm -hmm. it unfold on TV. Mm -hmm. And that's just, it's sad to me that that's where we are in society and as a culture, that that is what has become normal and that I just don't think that should be normal and I'm not saying that those things don't get there and I'm not saying stick your head in the sand and be an ostrich right but to elevate it to such a popular place is um, is really difficult it is I agree yeah so interesting well um we've been going for quite a while so I'm going to interrupt us right here to bring in the song of the week and this is a song that uh, lovely Christina brought for us this song is 
uh, by a group called Mosaic MSC, and the song is called Tremble. So we're going to listen to this song. We'll come back on the other side of the break and uh, break it down a little bit and um, enjoy this song for the time being. Sounds good. that song until Christina brought it to us. Hey. Yeah. And uh, actually the next several uh, shows that we're going to do are Christina chosen songs. She brought me her playlist and she's like, how about these songs? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So uh, I'm going to give you first crack at at this song because I got a couple things that I wanted to say about it, but Um, it's just a good song. It's a... (laughs) It's just a darn good song, and I love it. Okay. Um, no, uh, you make the darkness tremble. Um, it just shows the power of Christ. I mean, um, you silence fear. I mean, just how powerful does does someone have to be to to do that? And Jesus is that powerful. Yeah, to make afraid afraid. Yeah. 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 That's you're all of a sudden pretty darn tough at that point. Uh, I was noticing. The song, and I just I printed up the lyrics. And I, I threw them into a word processing document real quick just to see. There are 240 words in the song. 44 times it says Jesus. Jesus. That is about 18%, almost one-fifth yeah. of the song is Jesus. And I was like, well, that's pretty cool. That's I what like makes that it a lot. cool song. Yeah, yeah. Um, my uh, one of my friends uh, at the prison, uh, Joshua. Uh, I asked everyone this last week to bring us a um, a verse that would, uh, you know, that we could use to help fight fear or doubt or yes, those kind of things. And so the verse that that Joshua brought was um, God saying, you know, I am. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that is the most awesome way to announce who you are ever in the history of anything. It's like, how bad are you that you can just come and say, I, I am. am. Yeah. I was like, whoa, I hadn't thought about that. That's it. He, he comes in and, and the stuff that makes me afraid, 
skedaddles. You know, he is the ultimate shot caller. He says, this is it, and this is what happens. You sounded nerdy and then thug all in the same sentence. It was kind of funny. That is the he- essence of bow tie. <laughs> I am the nerdy thug. <laughs> the nerdiest thug I know. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that was a cool song. And, and I, I love those... Um, I, I love that it says Jesus so much because these things are cool. It's cool to have the ability to scare away scary things, mm-hmm. but it's better if I know who to call on to do that. You know, if I know that it can be done, but I don't know who to ask, Yeah, I don't have access to that power. But because I know who to ask and... Because I am his absolute favorite person on the planet ever in the history of time. And so are you. Uh-huh. We all are. Then I can ask him. I can say, hey, Jesus, um, there's a dark thing in the corner. And I need it to be lit up and gone so that I can function. And he'd be like, okay, cool. It's not like, all right, call my secretary, schedule something. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I know that you 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 subscribe to my forgiveness plan, but this is not included in it. You know, last year in our town, we had a problem with rats in the summer. And I called my exterminator that I have a, a, a service plan with. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we don't cover rats anymore. We used to, but we don't anymore. It's, it's an extra charge. I'm like, you know I'm going to pay that. Because I don't want, you know, want a big Mickey running around in my house. So it's, that's not the thing that Jesus does. He's just like, yeah, I can do this and I will do this. And, and I just think that that's, that's pretty righteous. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. For show. Totally for show. For show. So uh, going back to our uh, discussion earlier about the things getting in and, and protecting ourselves from it. Mm-hmm. I think this song kind of fits in with that because we get told lies all the time. And, and, and I don't want to get into that because I want to, we'll do that next show. We'll talk about lies. Uh, but protecting myself from that uh, influx of bad material, that, you know, knowing that it's there, preparing, you talked about reading reviews and, and looking at stuff. You know, I'll do that for a restaurant. Right. But I don't necessarily do it for TV. You know, I'll go on Yelp before I go eat at a restaurant and say, well, what do people think about this restaurant? But when I'm going to watch something, I'll just be like, oh, let's see how this is. Uh, A couple weeks ago, I asked uh, my wife, hey, what do you want to watch? And she's normally like, let's watch some rom-com or something like that. Romantic comedy. Okay. Yeah. I was like, what is and, that? Um, but she she's going through and we're looking at, at movies and whatnot. And um, she found Pet Cemetery, And she's like, well, maybe we'll watch that. And I'm like, really? You want to watch this movie? And do you know what right. it is? So I, I explained to her what it was about. She's like, well, it might be interesting. And so she watched it. I said, so what did you think? She said, it was horrible. I said, I know. Why? I, I can't imagine that you ever would want to watch that kind of movie because it's so not her thing but she did for whatever reason she allowed herself to dig into that not herness that's weird yeah yeah 
<laughs> what? Christine's got nothing. She's just blowing through. I got through, nothing. Just blowing through Facebook right now. <laughs> I got nothing for that, though. I would never watch Pet Cemetery. However, there is the little boy that got hit by the semi. His name was Gage. That's what my child's name is. There oh, really? you go. I made that relatable. Are you happy now? So you've seen it? <laughs> no. How do you know? Because everybody says, oh, is that the Gage from Pet Cemetery? Huh. And I'm like, what is that? So I had to look it up. Interesting. But yeah, I get that reference a lot. Wow. It, the, people do give a lot of references because they have different stuff. And I, I heard a person on a podcast today when I was driving. And they were talking about the fact that um, it, it was a musician. And mm-hmm. he said, you know, that one of the things that made him hesitant when he was putting out a new record was that um, he might be opening himself up to criticism or to misinterpretation of what he's doing. He wasn't sure if he wanted to do that. And he said he comes to realize now it's not that he might be doing that, but he is definitely doing that. People will definitely misinterpret what he did and stuff that he thought was like amazing. Other people think was garbage and stuff he thought was just filler. People will think is, you know, the most amazing thing they've ever heard. Right. Because we bring in this, uh, experience, this, this, this body of, of work. That's our lives that we then filter everything else through. Mm -hmm. And, and what comes out is what, what we're left with and, and our life will hold on to different things that other people will let pass through. And there's just yeah. no accounting for that because there's so many of us. Uh, I spent a couple of weeks working, and, and here's a shameless plug for the uh, Roaming Dog Kitchen uh, yes. in beautiful Ridgecrest, yes. California. Go see uh, Kimberly, and she will give you the most fantastic hot dog you've ever had. But I was working there, and one of the perks of working for her is that she lets me create a hot dog for myself at the end of every day. So I was creating these monstrosities that she was just looking at me like, oh my gosh. And I think in her mind, she's thinking, please eat that in here where no one can see it because exactly. I don't want anyone to think that I came up with that. But right. I've got like a pretzel bun with peanut butter and chili and jalapenos and pepperoncinis and you know a polish sausage and a, 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 a smoked sausage and then some coleslaw and then some curry ketchup and some pickle slices and some and just a lot of nonsense going on on top of this burger or this uh, hot dog and it's just mortifying to her she just can't even conceptualize it but to me, it was like, oh, yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. Because it was what what worked for me and what I was looking for. Or, or maybe not. It's just uh, some of it was what I couldn't say no to. Right. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Look, coleslaw. that's got to go on there, Let too. Coleslaw on this <laughs> right. thing. Yeah, this sounds coleslaw fantastic. And some peanut butter. And if you want to and... see, I took pictures of almost every hot dog I made working on the hot dog truck. So uh, go on the Mess It Up uh Instagram and you'll be able to see some of these uh, hot dog creations but that that kind of sums up what life is it's like people some people think that this is a, a masterpiece and other people like this is just pure nonsense and, right. and garbage and um, I, I guess the moral of the story is I just got to be careful about what we're what we're putting in because at some point what we're putting in is going to come out absolutely and absolutely. it's going to be reflected and it's either nourishing me and make me better, or it is or numbing like, me down, 
or destroying me. Right. Yeah. Or there's just no relevant value in it, like corn. And it feels good. You know, like I, I sat last night and I'm eating chips, uh-huh. corn chips, because uh-huh. they're salty right? and crunchy mm. and I'm watching TV yeah. and it's yummy. And so here's what I did. I know that they're not good for me. Right. I'm not going to try to lie to myself until I am. I was like, but if I have it with salsa, this is now a healthy snack because salsa Salsa's good. is vegetables. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So... That was the lie I was telling myself to get these corn chips into my body. Yeah. It was like, put some salsa on it. And all of a sudden, all the negative goes away. They're not bad for me anymore. Right. Because there's some salsa on them. That's right. It's like people like, you know. I do that too. I can put salad underneath my bowl of ranch dressing and now all of a sudden it's all good. And I haven't come up with how to justify the donut. There is none. But I do love me some donuts. There's no justification yeah. for donuts. Yeah. Salads with lots of ranch, at least you're getting green things in you. You could have chosen not to have the salad at all. That's what I do. And still I, filled I, it with I, empty I, calories. I never figured or uh, you know, figured out the, the ranch thing. That is just never my thing. So I do naked salad. I just don't like dressing on it. Um, See, I am the, I'm going to put cheese and croutons and dressing on there. But I justify it because it's either, okay, should I have a hamburger or a salad with lots of ranch on it? Well, with a salad with lots of ranch, hamburger. at least I'm getting vegetables. With a hamburger, I'm getting absolutely no beneficial stuff at all. There's a tomato slice. If you go that far. Yeah. And uh, maybe some onions. No. Pickles. No. Mm-hmm. Mustard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ketchup. Okay, maybe I should tomato. have said chicken nuggets or chicken. salad. Some nugs. Got to get All some right. nugs. Yeah. So, well, I guess I guess we just need to challenge ourselves about what we're putting in. Absolutely. And uh, maybe if you are doing something, putting something good into your body this week, whether it's food or a book or a movie or a conversation or an experience that you're putting in and feeding Jesus, take a picture of it and put, mess it up, feed me. And uh, we'll take a look at those things. And and, uh, I can't wait to see the kind of things that you're doing on uh, social media to let us know what's going on that you're putting into your life that's good. Yeah. 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 Let's do that. So uh, we're at the end of the show. We are. But I want to tell people a little bit about our email. Mine is bikerchick at messituppodcast.com. What's mine? Bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. And what about intern Dave? Info at messituppodcast.com. And uh, some people want to know about how to get that fancy mess it up t-shirt. Ooh. How do they do, they do it? Well, if it's you go. Patreon.com. Uh-huh. Well, it's patreon.com slash mess it up. All but right. you can also, the easy way to, is to go to mess it up podcast.com. And there's a button on the left-hand side that says become a patron. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can help support the show financially and make it so that we can do these shows, keep it on the air, pay the bills for uh, hosting and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I encourage you to do that. For a dollar a month, you're just a, a, a 
you know, simple patron for us. But for five dollars a month, you get a window sticker. Ten dollars a month, we get you a cool window sticker and a, a neat little uh, shop rag. And our twenty-five dollar a month uh, sponsors get a T-shirt. They get the window rag. They get or the window sticker. They get the rag. All this kind of stuff. Plus, you're helping keep the show going and uh, making it so that we can focus on doing more and more better things for you. So more we thank better. you for your your patronage. We thank you for your prayers. Make sure you share it. And the easiest thing you can do to support the show is to go on wherever you're listening to the show right now, go onto that server and give us a rating because that helps bring new listeners in to the show. Uh, share it and we want to spread the word. So thanks for being around this week. We will catch you next time when we mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up Podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.